Oh my goodness, what a week. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I am so lit up because we have been doing a five-day challenge since Monday. Maybe some of you have been with us in there. It's not too late to join us. There's still two more days, today and tomorrow. If you want to join us, you can go to kathyheller.com slash challenge. Come on over and check it all out. It's just been amazing. There's been almost 20,000 people in this challenge group and seeing the energy and seeing the light bulbs go off. We had so many good conversations about what it takes to build a business and how much is possible and how quickly you can start to serve three clients, eight clients, how it doesn't have to be Beyonce or bust. And when people start to understand, one thing I just want to share, something that I I shared in the challenge just yesterday, is that People sometimes feel really overwhelmed because they're about to be a beginner. They're going to start a business. And let's say you're a photographer and you're going to be shooting a wedding and you're thinking to yourself, well, I just was asked, you know, what am I going to charge? And it's my first wedding. Like it's going to come a time where for some of you, you may be way past this, but for some of you, it's the first time. It's the first time that you're shooting the wedding. It's the first time you're being paid to make the cake. And you think to yourself, who am I and how can I be charging? And I want to flip that for you for a second. I want to flip that for you. Tell me what it is that's actually valuable to the bride. If you're shooting a wedding for the first time and you're the photographer, How are you actually more valuable to your client? What's actually inherently more valuable about it? Let me flip it for you. Would you be more invested in making sure that your client gets the best if it's one of your first times? If you already have hundreds of clients, if you don't just have one donut shop, but you have 50 donut shops, at what point does the quality start to fade? If you're just starting out, Would you be more collaborative, right? Like if the bride said to you, you know, what would be really cool is that halfway through the wedding, I'd love to do this thing where all the bridesmaids and all the groomsmen, we sort of take a walk over to this Ferris wheel and we all do this and blah, 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 blah. And someone who might be really, really seasoned might say, we have two packages. This is what it costs. This is what we do. If you're starting out, maybe you would be really eager and thirsty to make sure this person feels like you're there collaborating with them. So when you're starting out, Sometimes you have inherent value that you don't even see. There's an enthusiasm. There's a beauty when people are starting. And so I've been talking about so many different things in this challenge that I think can really help for you to actually start to take action. We also spent a lot of time over the last few days talking about what are some of the exercises and some of the steps you can take to clarify what your thing is. What's your purpose? What's your calling? And then I've just made it so abundantly clear over and over that you've been assigned. So today we're going to play a clip for you from the challenge. If you want to join us, if you go to kathyheller.com slash challenge, not only can you catch the last two days, which is today and tomorrow, I will be going live both days as I, as I have been at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you can also get the replays if you sign up to the first few days that you missed. And I think you will really, really enjoy. The other thing I want to tell you, which is so big, it's so huge, is that today the cart is open for my signature program. It is called Made to Do This. What in this world are you made to do? How are you serving the world? How are you being of use? What is that thing that when you do it, you feel like you're in alignment and you are helping other people? And how do you really figure out what's that thing that I was put here to do? Because God knows every single one of us is a unique individual. And as Andy J. Pizza said when he was here, people love diamonds, right? 
Why? Because they're the most rare thing on the planet. What's more rare than a person? Nothing. Nothing. And every single person, even twins, have different fingerprints, which means you have a different imprint to cast and you know it or else you wouldn't listen to the show. You know it. And I'm so proud of you for showing up and even being willing to entertain the conversation. I know for some of you, you're really at a point where you're like, it's 2020. I want to know once and for all, like, what's my thing? I want to get really clear about how I can monetize this thing that I love. If I love dance or I love baking or I love being empathetic to people or I love curating groups or buying, I like to be a buyer and I have good taste. How can I actually create that into a business? This is what this program is designed to do. Two things. One, help give you the clarity of how to figure out what you love and how to monetize it. And then really building it into a thriving, scalable business. So you get those two pieces. It is not an online course. Let me repeat. It is not an online course. It is a coaching program. It is high touch. I show up live every single week to be there coaching you. And in addition to me, I have a team of people who work for me full time who will be in there coaching and every single person, in addition to having me as a coach, will be assigned a coach from my team who will be keeping track of you so you will be seen. You will not be lost. You will not be forgotten. They will be able to help you make sure that you have your goals and that you are checking things off the list and that you are showing up for yourself. In addition to that, it's really, really going to break down the five strategies, the five key components, the five tools that I use to build a seven-figure business doing things that feel purposeful. What are those things? How do you price an offer? How do you close a sale? How do you do it with empathy? How do you build an engaged audience? We are going to go through all of the key ways that you can actually, truly build a successful, thriving business and feel integrity about it. Success leaves clues, you guys. If somebody is successful once, Maybe you can say they're lucky, but if someone is able to make a living, to be successful over and over and over and over again, and people from far and wide are saying this person is is delivering, then it's not just random. It means there's something working. It means that they've figured out through trial and error what actually works. And this is a program. It's going to be three months and you guys can find out more about it. If you go to kathyheller.com slash made to do this, there'll also be a link in the show notes, but you can definitely come on over and join me. The cart will be open for the next few days. And if you want to get in on this challenge, which is the free challenge, which is going on for the next couple of days, you can go to kathyheller.com slash challenge. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I do not want anyone missing out on this opportunity because I am certain that what I have to offer, there is no competition for it. I am a category of one. You guys know that because the thing that I bring to the table is I genuinely care and I will not let you fail. I will not let you feel alone. And once and for all, you are going to get those results because you deserve it. Okay, so now I'm going to play for you a clip from the very first day of the challenge. The energy was explosive. It was so exciting. So I want to let you in on what we did. Here we go. Hey, guys. So welcome. Welcome. I'm so excited. I have been waiting for this moment for weeks. Happy 2020. We are going to dive in and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what breakthroughs are going to happen over the course of this week, what clarity is going to come, and then to see the light bulbs going off of what are some of the tools available to you to grow your business, to grow your life in leaps and bounds because you deserve it. You deserve it. Is it true? It is true. So let me just explain what we're going to be doing over the course of these five days. So 
there's three things, okay? Number one, I wanna help you get clear on what it is that you were made to do and really get clear and we're gonna really unpack that and understand what does that even mean, right? Like what does that mean? It's very existential. What are you here to do and how can that actually show up like in the real world, you know, sometimes people like, are like, you know, follow your dreams and there's all these memes and all these things that people like to tweet and all these great quotes, but it's like, Kath, bring it down to earth. Like, how can I do that every day? We're gonna talk about that and we're gonna help you get some clarity around what you were put in this world to do. The second thing we're gonna do is we are gonna give you tools. We are gonna give you tools and, you know, in my life, I have been so blessed to figure out a way to find a deep sense of purpose. We're gonna talk about some of that today, but I've been able to utilize different strategies and tools and I only learned by doing, right? There's a lot of at-bats that I didn't hit the ball, but through the course of building a business, I was able to find that place where purpose and fulfillment meet a thriving business so that I could wake up every day and I could build a business and my husband could retire, which is true. Can you believe this? If anyone's been following on Instagram, you know that he was able to do that um, last about six months ago. So it's just been amazing to be able to build a seven-figure business doing work that really feels like it's why I was put here. And so I'm going to go over with you some of the tools that allowed me to do that and um, give you something to do. Because I know that a lot of times we're like, Kath, just tell me what to do. I'm so frustrated. Just get me, get me in action. So we're going to go over that. And then the last thing is we're going to talk about what's in the way. Okay, we're gonna talk about what is in the way for you that is, is been the resistance, that's been the resistance. And so hopefully by the end of this week, you are gonna feel like you had a big sigh and you released whatever is like that boulder that you're coming up against. And hopefully you're gonna have a sense of clarity and there's gonna be a breakthrough and you're gonna have some action steps that you can go ahead and take and start implementing in your life. Who's with me? Who's with me for this? All right, so let's get down to it today. I host a podcast called Don't Keep Your Day Job, but I really want you to hear me and we're gonna talk about it this week. I don't advocate that people should quit their job today and then just free fall. I don't. I believe that people should build a bridge, build a runway. I love my friend Chris Gillibo. I love side hustles. I love that because, and we'll talk about it throughout the week, it is essential that you validate your business. It is essential that you understand who you're serving. It is essential that you have a really clear idea of what your offer is and who your offer is for. We're gonna talk about this more as the week goes on, but Seth Godin is a mentor of mine. He was actually on my show again for the second time, and we talked about marketing again today, and I said, you know, Seth, there are people like me, we're, we're artists, we're creatives, we have big hearts. We don't like the word sales. We don't like the word marketing. It makes us feel icky. What do I do with that? And he said, Kathy, let me explain what marketing is, okay? Marketing is making something for someone who needs it and just being very effective in communicating that you have made the thing that this person needs, period, end of story. That's what marketing is. Marketing is not a Colgate commercial that comes to interrupt your show, which doesn't even happen anymore, to try to sell you and convince you on something. That doesn't work. If you ever wound up walking in and buying a product, if you ever wound up walking in and seeing a movie, if you ever wound up going ahead and giving this person money to be your therapist or to sell you makeup or whatever it is, that's because there was a long stretch of time where this company where this person, you started to get to know them. The seeds were dropped. You started to build trust and intimacy. And there was radical 
radical amounts of empathy coming from this person. What does that mean? It means that they knew who you were and what you wanted and they were busy working to serve you. And this is where I want to begin today. You have been assigned. If you came to this challenge for nothing else, if you don't hear anything else I say, please hear me. You have been assigned. God does not make extras, okay? They, he doesn't. And whether you believe in God or not, I want to tell you something my friend Andy J. Pizza told me because he, he hosts a show called Creative Pep Talk, and he said, Kathy, you know, whether you believe in God or science or both, he said, I'll tell you something. He said, people value diamonds. They value diamonds. They value gold. Why? Because it's rare. Okay, you don't just find a diamond on every street corner. You have to mine for it. He said, so people value because it's rare. He said, you know what's fascinating? He told me, he goes, you know what the most rare thing on the planet is? An individual. Because your DNA, your DNA alone, but your DNA combined with your life story and what you have been through, that concoction is completely unique. Never was never will be. The odds are 400 trillion to one that it becomes you. It could have been many, many other people who wound up coming together and instead it was you. So I know as sure as I'm sitting here that your job in this world is that you were assigned to make this world more whole. And you know that, don't you? That is your natural inclination. Okay, and here's what happens. Children from the age of zero to seven, if you do your research, you will find out that at that point of our life, we are basically being hypnotized because our brain is in a theta state. And what that means is it is the days of wet cement. You know how you can walk by cement and sometimes like it's wet and people will put their dogs, their dog's paw prints in it, right? And then the cement dries and it's done, okay? That is your life from zero to seven. Now, here's what's really important. From zero to seven, a lot of stuff is going on, okay? And I want to start in this place because it is so crucial. I can tell you that I don't have to know the details to know for a fact that you have been through so much. Just wanted to say, I see that pain. And I am so impressed. I am so impressed because we both know lots of people who are in bed with the covers pulled up over their face and the Netflix is going all day long and they stay stuck. And guess what? There's a part of us that doesn't blame them because we know what they've been through. I get it. I understand. Believe me, I do. And so I want you to know why is it that we like set goals and we can't crush them and all of this stuff? Because... There's a lot going on in here because there's a seven-year-old who lives in here who was broken into 12 million pieces. And what we do as children is we say, I need to survive. So I have to be very adept and I have to create survival skills. And so we come up with a few survival skills. And one of those is I'm not going to want anything too much because I might get hurt. Another one is I'm going to hide. I'm going to develop a false self because I want the approval and I want the love of my parents, of my peers, of the world. And if I am vulnerable and if I let go for a minute, they might not love me back. So I'm going to study 
what it is that makes people love me and I will only do that and I won't veer from that path. Is it true? Is it true? So what we then do, okay, is we don't take action. We don't take action. And so often our parents were given certain messages by their parents and we sometimes might hear our parents say, the world is your oyster, but then we see them tolerating a life that is not up to par. We see them tolerating being treated a certain way by their spouse or, or, or letting their gifts die inside of them. And what we start to learn is don't take risks, settle. There's no room for you. It's scary out there. You'll never make it, right? And then because they're well-meaning and they want to protect us, they tell us, oh, you tried out for the baseball team and you didn't make it and you say, I'm going to try out again. And they go, don't do that. Do something else because they want to be kind to you. They want to protect you. But that's really not kind, is it? It's really not because in that way, when they say don't do it, they're corroborating with you that like there's a reason not to take the risk because you might get hurt. I want to teach you something today that is so valuable, okay? We all sometimes have regret. Sometimes we regret a choice we made, something we said, that's healthy, that's good, that's fine, that's how we are conscious beings and we want to grow. But shame, shame and regret are different, okay? And shame is not ours. Shame is something that someone puts on us. That is from the outside in. And that comes from somebody else's shame and something that was handed down. And so really, the gift of the work you're doing right now, right here in this moment, because you had the courage to show up for this thing. Who is this girl? What is she going to do? It's actually huge because we pass down shame. And there are a lot of kids who get taught, I know that I felt this way, if you want to be loved, smile. Don't bring your sadness here. If you want to be loved, get it right. Don't be mediocre here. If you want to be loved, fix somebody else's problems. Don't be so greedy, right? There's a shame. And so when we're going to go through this week, we're really going to start to uncover, wow, why don't I have the things in my life that I want? Possibly because as a child, I was taught, whether it was caught or taught, I was taught don't be so greedy. Don't ask for too much. It's not going to work out. Whatever those messages were, and there's a sense of shame and a sense of unworthiness around who am I, who am I to put myself out there and take that seat at the table? Here's the deal, you guys. There are people who have less brilliance than you who are doing the things you want to do simply because they give themselves permission. They give themselves permission. We have to give ourselves the grace to be mediocre and to be messy so that we can do the work that we're supposed to do. It's not as though you're the one and only, and if you're not the one and only, how dare you start a podcast? How dare you open a store? How dare you coach that person? How dare you make a piece of software? Sorry, that's not true. There's 7 billion people on the planet plus. There's a lot of work to do. We can't leave it all to Beyonce. She can't do it all. And you know what? Even if she could fill a stadium with 7 billion people, not everyone needs what she's serving. Some people, I know it's hard to believe, but some people need something else. We all have a different frequency. And that's why we need all of us here because everyone offers something different to the world that only you can offer. I want you to understand something. We're going to talk about this over and over and over again throughout the week. The world does not need you to be perfect. That is not what the world needs. We've said this and we're going to keep saying it. 
okay? In order for you to be successful in the world, you need radical empathy. And it starts with empathy for yourself. Empathy for yourself. So we have to give ourselves permission to be messy. And we're going to talk about that throughout this challenge, right? And that's really, really the beginning and the end of it. So when Evan Carmichael was on my podcast, he said, Kathy, everyone has Michael Jordan level talent at something. And I wrote that in one of the posts because I've repeated it, what he said so many times. He said, everyone has Michael Jordan level talent at something. But most people are missing momentum because they don't take action. They just don't. They don't get up to bat. I want you to know something. When Todd Herman was on my podcast, we talked about Dr. Martin Luther King. And he said, Kathy, you know, he said that that infamous speech, which will live on forever, he said he wrote it and he rewrote it and he rewrote it again and he memorized every word. He knew this was going to be a big day. And he said, and what happened was he got up to give the speech. He looked out at the crowd and he said something that was not written on that paper. It just came and he started and he cleared his throat and he said, I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. And the tears welled up in his eyes. And I'm asking you, do you remember anything else he said? No. That's all we remember. That was all we needed. Why is that so powerful? I'll tell you why. Because the majority of human beings in this world, I would venture to say all of them, have gotten their heart broken by the time they're like 10. And having the courage to really have a dream is so heroic. Because most of us get to a place where we know it's much safer to say, I'm fine. I'm cool. It's whatever. It's all good. No problem. Whatever. I'm fine. That is not true. But as soon as you say, I'm not fine, you got to do some facing up. You might have to take some action. You might have to be messy. You might fail. And that does not feel like a possibility that you're willing to entertain, right? And so many times we've been told by other people whose dreams never came true, don't dream. Don't dream, my sweet child. Because when you dream, everything gets taken from you. Don't dream. So if we can just hide, if we can play small, if we can sit on the bench, we kind of go numb and we don't have to deal with the heartbreak and all of that stuff. However, I'm here to tell you that you wouldn't be here unless you knew that you were meant to do something in this world. And there's a part of you that can't, that can't stay small anymore. You can't take it. You can't take it. And there's something really cool about living in this time, which will never come again, 2020. It does feel like there's like a potency here. And it's kind of like everyone's like, well, I know I sat on the bench for a while, but like, I feel like I need to get in the game now. Like, I feel like, well, I don't know why I'm here at this point in history. And like, I need to get in the game. And I'm telling you, yes, you do. I'm telling you, yes, you do. And the bottom line is that you were put here, as I said in the beginning, you were put here to serve the world. You were. We are each a masterpiece. 
as my teacher David Aaron says, a piece of the master. And ain't that the truth? You know what's amazing is that you can see this in other people. You don't give yourself the credit, but boy, can you see this in other people, right? Like you have a best friend and she wants to open her bakery or you know somebody who's been like blogging for a while and won't hit publish and you're like, it's so good, just do it, just do it. But you don't give that permission to yourself, right? But we know in other people, like thank goodness they showed up. And I'll tell you something, like when I started this podcast of mine, which is just a podcast, right? I mean, if you round it up to like the next million compared to the people in the world, no one's heard of me. And yet- how cool is it that I could take my seat at the table three years ago and there were all these people who went, thanks, I needed to hear that today. When Adam Grant was on my podcast, he said, you don't have to say something new. You just have to say something true. There's so much room and there is so much room for you. And we have to get busy because right now we live in a time in history different than every other time where the loneliness is so, 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 so great. And the suicide rates are higher than ever. And the depression rates are higher than ever. And so we got to get out of this imposter syndrome and we got to get to work. We got a lot we have to do. So a lot of times the reason that we don't take action and the reason that we don't do anything, there's two reasons. One, stuff I just talked about. We don't want to fail. We don't want to look stupid. There's all that. We'll talk about that more later and how to deal with that. But the other reason is because we don't see what's possible. And I think what good leaders and good teachers and good friends and good mentors do is they show us the world through new glasses, right? They show us the world through new glasses. And so part of the reason I started my podcast is because twice a week, I wanted people to see a possibility. Like, look at this person, right? Like Howard Schultz, who was on our show, who created Starbucks as we know it. He grew up in public housing. Not everybody knows that. He grew up at the last stop of the L train in Canarsie, Brooklyn, and Jewish Family Services used to bring them food because they didn't have two nickels to rub together. And he started a job at FedEx after college, and he did cold calls when cold calls meant not picking up the phone, but like walking into someone's office cold. And eventually... It led him to his story and he started his very first Starbucks and it's such a great story, but it's not the point for our discussion right now. But the point is to see that, right? To see that, to hear that, that somebody who started in public housing is now worth almost $4 billion a year is very inspiring. What I want to do right now, because it's day one, is I want to do a little exercise with you because I want to see if we can get some clarity around what you're meant to do in this world, okay? And I think that a lot of times, especially because of what we've been through in our life, it's really a hard question to answer, really hard, especially when like we've been told like, you're not so great or who are you or why would you think you have and there's a lot of that stuff it's hard to answer like what have you come here to do my son it's like hard to answer this existential truth question so i want to ask you in a different way you were put here to serve and i know that and you know that you know that or else you wouldn't be here so we need to just look at sometimes it's it's a different question sometimes it's how am i of use Okay, what do I do that people find value in? I'll give you some examples. It might be that you're really good at teaching Spanish. It might be that when you make these certain cookies, everybody seems to love them and you're like, whatever. But like people have noticed. I want right now, I don't know if you have in front of you a piece of paper and a pen, but 
piece of paper and a pen, or you can pick up your phone and put it in the notes. Can you just see if you could kind of jot down five things that you do? Okay. And if that starts to feel a little bit overwhelming, then I'm going to give you homework after today when we, before we meet tomorrow, I want you to call up a best friend or a family member or two people and say, what are a few things that you think I'm like the go-to person for? Do you ask me for advice on what restaurants to go to? Do you always ask me to help you organize things? Like what might be, because I think there's some juice in there. I think there's some juice in there and I want to know because I'd love to help you clarify a little bit more of what that might look like. What does it look like for you to show up in this world? We definitely need to be of service, okay? So this word in Japanese is called ikigai and ikigai is a combination of three things. What you love, what you love doing, what you're good at, and what you do that the world needs, okay? So when they've done studies on happiness, when they've done studies on what people really want in order to feel lit up and fulfilled, the interesting thing about it is what people really want is they want to feel purpose. The opposite of depression, as you've heard me say on the show, it's not happiness, it's purpose. People are looking to feel that they contribute, that what they do matters, that there is significance. And so really and truly, everyone wants to be seen, but the best way for you to do that is to use your gifts to make other people feel seen, to add things to the world that make the world more whole. I promise you, I will not lead you astray. That is how you are actually going to find the most fulfillment. And so it starts with how can we serve? It starts with how can we serve? Because that's really what we want to be doing here. I'd also like you to make a couple lists, okay? One of the lists is the one I talked about before. Like what are five things that you do give something to people. You've gotten results. You are good at cutting hair. You're good at teaching. You're good at being encouraged. Make that list. And then another one, okay? If you didn't have to worry about the how, what would be five dream lives? Five dream lives. Do you want to open a bed and breakfast? Do you really want to be a travel writer? Do you wish that you were songwriting? Do you wish that you had your own bakery? What are five things that you wish... Okay. And then I know, I know, I know, I know that's going to creep in. Why would she even ask me that? There's no way I can do it. I'm not good enough. I don't have the funds. I don't have the time. And let's not worry about that right now. I'm just curious. Okay. And if you're getting stuck on that list of five things that you do to be of use, like I said, maybe ask a friend, maybe ask somebody who knows you well, like, what do you think people come to me for? What do you think are some of my skills? Because I am 100% clear that you've been assigned. You've been put here because we need you. We need you. And because of that, we got to figure out like how you can go ahead and, and help the world. And as Daniel Pink said when he was on my podcast, he said, if you do something that makes a material difference in the world, if you can create a piece of software, if you're a good listener, if you make people feel heard, if you paint in a way that evokes emotion for people. He said, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry, but you don't have the right to not do it. Mm -mm, no, you don't. He said, it's a moral obligation, the moral obligation. So instead of spending so much time and it's so exhausting telling yourself, who am I to serve? Who am I to do this? I'm not so-and-so. I'm not this person. I'm not that person. No, <laughs> that's a lot of wasted energy. 
And meanwhile, there's people over here who need you. So we got to get busy. We got to get busy because you got to prove your existence. And you know that you were put here not to watch Netflix. It's good stuff. I'm not throwing it under the bus. I'm just saying more. There's a bigger reason. So I would like to help you figure out what is it that you were put here to do. So last thing, okay? Last thing. In order for us to get through these days, in order for us to really rip it open this year, we need one really solid thing, okay? We talked about it before. We need to give ourselves permission. We need to give ourselves grace, okay? And so because we're just starting out, right, and it's day one, I would love it if you could find a picture of yourself at six or seven years old and um, take a screenshot of it, maybe print it, put it next to your computer. And throughout this week, I want you to look at that kid and I want you to be kind to that kid and say, you know what? It's been a long time that I've been telling you you're not enough. You don't deserve that. No more. Not doing that anymore. You know, it's amazing when you think of yourself at that age, it's undeniable. It's so easy to see how much worthiness there is and how much magic there is, right? So um, I would like you to give yourself permission to just be in this process, okay? And again, sometimes we just have to trust the process. We just have to trust the process. And so you might be like, I don't get it. I showed up for day one and like, come on, like teach me how to make seven figures. Teach me how to close a sale, pricing. Teach me how to start a podcast. We're going to go through some really good stuff this week. I think you're going to walk away with some like big game changer ideas about how to really do the thing, right? But I think that if you're honest with yourself, 99% of what has been in the way is a, is a really big um, boulder of who am I to do this and I'm not worthy. And we're going to have to keep talking about that because it's not going to change overnight. But I am telling you that you have been assigned. So I am so excited that you guys were here. Um, I'm so excited about this week. Stay with me. We are going to do good stuff. You deserve, you deserve to, to, to sit down and grab your piece of this pie. There is plenty to go around and the world needs you and your pain is going to turn into tremendous purpose. And by you doing the thing that lights you up, you're going to give people around you permission that they could go ahead. Maybe they can go ahead and do what lights them up. And then maybe we won't have to sit there on Facebook and have arguments about politics because we'll all be busy just making our corner of the world shine. We'll just be busy doing something good. We'll just be busy out of our imposter syndrome and in action, just making our community, making the world a little bit better and brighter by showing up that maybe maybe our self-realization is the greatest gift that we give the world, okay? So what a cool way to start the new year. I love you guys. I had so much fun. Thank you for bringing it. All right, did that light a fire in you? I'd love for all of you listening to do that homework that I mentioned at the end. And if you join the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group, you can find the post where you can share your homework in the comments section there. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, you have been assigned to make this world more whole. There are no extras. 
Number two, give yourself permission and the grace to be messy and mediocre so you can do the work that you are supposed to do. Number three, in order to be successful, we need radical, radical empathy. It starts with empathy for yourself. Number four, it takes a heroic effort to dream again. Number five, show up for people and make a difference. And number six, you were put here to serve. You are each a masterpiece, a piece of the master. Okay, let's celebrate your wins. Joni said in the Facebook group, I have always wanted to open a bookstore, performance space, cafe, bar. I am turning 50 this year and my middle child is currently a senior in high school. So what's the responsible way to start 2020? Having a meeting with a developer who is building a mixed use space in town about the biggest retail space in that building. That's what. Confirm the meeting today for next week. Is this feeling of terror and excitement the way I'm supposed to feel? Yes, Joni, that's exactly how it feels. I feel that all the time I'm about to do something big, but you keep doing it over and over. And that exercise, that's where the muscle of confidence starts to build. So if this feeling comes up again, you still have that fear. You tell yourself, I survived the last time and the last time before that, and I'm going to keep showing up. And it just keeps building on itself until you're ready for the next level, like playing a video game. You, you broke through that. Now you're ready for the next We're going to keep our fingers crossed for you. Whatever happens with this meeting, take it as an experience, learn from it, and prove to yourself that you're committed to your dream. You owe it to yourself. Okay, here's another one. Lisa said, I was interviewed for my first appearance on a podcast. So fun and exciting. Thanks, Alex Rudy. This experience actually made me realize on a deeper level that I actually do have a pretty remarkable story, and that's pretty cool. I was also just told that my 32-hour-per-week private childcare gig will be ongoing, aka they're opting to keep him with me instead of sending him to daycare. Yay, job that I love, security. Lastly, I'm in communication with my recording engineer about getting going on my upcoming Lullaby album production. That's all awesome, Lisa. Congrats. From the podcast interviews, the albums, the new job security, it's all really cool. I know that Alex is another member of our Facebook group, and I love that you guys are making these kind of connections and doing these collaborations and helping each other tell your story because that really is the best gift. And it's really such a gift to me that you guys are collaborating. Everyone, you can go support Lisa and Alex. Keep an eye out for her interview on his podcast, The Artist Matters. If you have a win that you want us to share on the show, you can post it in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. You can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller so we can share it on the show. Don't forget, you can still jump in for the 2020 challenge that we're doing. Go to kathyheller.com slash challenge. I'll be going live tonight and tomorrow coaching both of these days. And if you sign up, you can also get the replays for the other days. If you are curious about what's going on in this program, go to kathyheller.com slash made to do this and you can see what we're doing. Enrollment will be going on for the next few days. And this is something that you don't want to miss. It's going to be powerful and epic. And I am excited. I'm excited to see people start having some breakthroughs. There are so many good episodes coming up and conversations that you just really are going to want to hear. So if you haven't already subscribed on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, make sure you do that. I would love love if you would share this show with one other beautiful soul who deserves something that makes them feel like they're doing their work in this world. It's been so incredible to meet all the amazing people in the challenge. Let's keep growing. Let's keep expanding this movement. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Monday.
Swimming through a sea of twinkly lights. These are the 